Hi everyone, how are you? My name is Cassie Roma and I've been having a little bit of a, I call it a rough time lately, uh, coming to terms with all of the new things that are happening in this world and all of the old things that aren't happening anymore. And I've had this little idea in the back of my head for a couple of weeks now because I just feel so overwhelmed by the amount of stories and content and social media and everything that my mind is consuming, um, it's hard to turn off. We've got podcasts, we've got videos, we've got Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, we've got Facebook, Instagram, oh my gosh, TikTok. What a rollicking wild ride that platform is, especially if you're like me and a very much an older, just kind of sneaking in millennial. So today I wanted to take a step back. I wanted to take a look at all of the things that are going on and boil things down to just one thing. Just one thing that I can focus on today that will help me get through the day and into tomorrow feeling confident and engaged and valuable and smart. So let me set the scene for you. We are living in a world on lockdown. We're not only busy with what's happening at home, but we're busy with our work and navigating potentially new ways of meetings. I mean, how many Zoom calls and screenshots of Zoom calls of meetings of meetings of meetings have we all seen on our LinkedIn and Facebook pages? We're navigating how to connect. We're navigating slower Wi-Fi speeds. We're navigating uh, different communication styles, extroverts, introverts, ambiverts, all of us. This is a new world. But what is consistent for all of us is the fact that we're living in a time of information overload. And I'm not going to dive too deeply into, you know, fake news and what's real and what's happening. Uh, Brene Brown said it very succinctly on her podcast that if you are living anxiously in this time of the coronavirus, go and find yourself some people that you trust, meaning um, whether they're journalists or um, scientists, find a few people you trust and make a few minutes a day to go and check in on what they're saying. And then if you can quiet that noise. Right now, out in the world, people are creating 3000 plus minutes of content for every single minute of human life. I mean, let that sink in, right? 3000 plus minutes of content for every single minute of human life. Who's going to see all that? Who's going to consume all of that? Um, before the coronavirus um, pandemic hit the world, people were spending over four hours a day on social media alone. Four hours a day. Uh, I cannot wait. There's the, the curious little cat inside of me cannot wait to see the numbers and the data and the insights around how much more people are consuming, especially with a lot of our young people, our high schoolers, um, our school kids at home now. Um, trying to navigate this new world in their way as well. It's day five here in New Zealand of our national lockdown. But for me and for a lot of other people who saw this coming, it's day 17 or more of social isolation and uh, social distancing, or however you want to call that physical distancing. Um, I like to call it the national love-in instead of the national lockdown. Wow. No, <laughs> well, my wife's going to kill me. Um, but we've come to this point where the information overload is overwhelming. 
and it's too much. And I'm not going to lie to you, there have been times where in the last few days and even this morning, I have sat down on the floor and just wept. Just wept. I'm feeling overwhelmed and anxious and uncomfortable, like super uncomfortable. For me especially, the information overload has been quite pronounced. And that's because four weeks ago, I left what I've always known, and that is a life that is focused on busy, right? I started as a Montessori kid at about two years old, and now at 38 years old, I've spent my entire life either in school, in university, or in jobs in which I am busy. I'm focused on other people's goals, the business's objectives, all of those kinds of things. As I stepped back for the last four weeks, what I found is that wow, it is hard to uncouple the idea of personal value from titles and paychecks and meetings. Man, so much of my life was spent in meetings. It is so nice looking out of the window because we're not leaving the house very much now and seeing blue sky. It's been a blessing, but it's also been a scary time. So today what I wanted to do and and potentially in the days forward is to talk with y'all a bit about just one thing, one thing that I can focus on, that we can focus on, that you want to focus on potentially, that will help get us through the day. And today, that one thing is on slowing down. We are told from the time that we are very small in Western civilization that the busier we are, the faster we move, the more we hustle, the more we create, the output that we are able to achieve, if that's, if that's big and fast and bold, then we are more valuable. Success is um, derived through our title. It's derived through how much money we make. And, you know, I can remember times where I was like, I'm, I'm in a meeting. I've got five meetings right now. They're back to back. And I felt so like, yes, my ego was very happy because the societal construct of busy and moving fast was my reality. So for the last four weeks, that hasn't been my reality, and I've been really struggling with that. The first two or three days of, you know, the kind of novice new beginnings um, were fun. It's sunny here in New Zealand. The weather's been great. So I'd put on my walking shoes, and I'd get out and walk. I had, um, I had bookings in my calendar. I had places to go. I was off to Abu Dhabi, then off to Las Vegas. My keynote speaking was going well. My corporate work was all booked in. And then, holy fuck, it all stopped. It all fell apart. All of the best laid plans that I had have literally, I've, I've ripped them up. I've torn them up. They're gone. They've been thrown away. Um, but what I've come to realize over the last few weeks, especially in slower moments, is that the struggle around decoupling, slowing down, and a feeling of worthlessness is something that for a lot of us is going to be ongoing. Whether you're working from home and you're an extrovert and you're just missing human interaction or you're an introvert who's facing a new reality that is maybe more connection, (laughs) less on your own time, this is, a, this is a rough, rough road ahead for a lot of us. Um, so slowing down, let's talk about that for a little bit. I'd like to unpack a few narratives around the idea of slowing down. 
And I mentioned them a few times already. So for me, the unpacking of this over the last month has been around um, narratives that are societal and personal, both, right? So I feel like I'm just woke enough to realize that my title and the money that I make and the things that I used to put out into the world as part of a big business, those are just, you know, those are things. I would say to all my friends who, you know, were navigating similar things, but potentially earlier, I'd say like, look, you're not your title. I don't know how many times I've told people I love, you are not your title. My biggest hero in life, well, most of my heroes have been uh, the women who raised me, my grandmother, my mom, my aunties. None of these women had huge titles, except for my mom, who was uh, the assistant dean of a law school. Kick-ass mom, you rock. Um, But what they did is they loved people and they could sit in stillness and laugh. They could tell stories. Uh, My grandmother was English and she lived in Missouri for most of her life. And she used to sit around and tell stories to us and they they weren't fast stories. It wasn't this YouTube jump cut every three seconds. It was we would sit for hours and drink cups upon cups upon cups of sweet tea and just listen to these stories that grandma would tell. Whether it was about her life or it was very naughty um, (laughs) stories of her past, we just had this feeling of absolute presence and connection. And I think right now, the cult of busy is stealing from us the sense and the importance of this connectivity that comes with slowing down. Um, For me, uh, the last four weeks, my ego has been in a state of being triggered almost consistently because as somebody who is a quote unquote content professional, it feels like I need to be outputting all the time. Even this podcast is an output and I, I can see the irony in it, right? can see that it's funny. Um, But without trying to be ironic, um, wow, the the triggered ego and the ego state sure is a hard one to back out of consciously. But I'm working on it. So when it comes to the slowdown, and it comes to a pace that is different for most of us, I wanted to, to package this up a bit in three concepts that I, I know have been helping me a lot, and I hope will help you. Um, The first one is to just sit in the discomfort of the slowness. It's kind of like easing yourself into an ice bath or even into like a mud puddle. When you first get in it, it's like, oh, this is not only uncomfortable, but it's kind of a little gross, right? We've been told our whole life we need to move fast. We need to do fast stuff. We need to output. And now you're actually putting yourself into this space that you're just, ooh, it just doesn't feel the best, does it? It's funny because the slowdown and the discomfort of slowness goes hand in hand with having to listen to the, you know, to that little voice between our ears that that tells us what's going on, that tells us how we should be framing our reality and how we should be framing our value and it's fascinating. I was doing a little bit of research recently on um, 
neuroscience and the science of connection and, and what face-to-face connection versus digital connection does to our brains. And one of the studies that I happened across, which is fascinating, was one in which scientists asked 2,000 participants of a study if they would rather sit in silence with their own thoughts for 15 minutes or suffer electric shocks. So they gave people two options. You can have some quiet time and you can just, you know, revel in your own thoughts and experiences for 15 minutes or we will shock the shit out of you. And I hate to do this, dad joke alert, uh, but the results were shocking. Sorry, I had to go there. 67% of the male participants in the study chose the shock treatment. Instead of being able to sit with their own thoughts for a mere 15 minutes, the guys, 60%, 67% of them, wanted shocks. Women were 25%, which is still one in four of us ladies, wants to be shocked instead of sit with who we are and our our view of the world and what's happening and to be able to just slow down. And that's just for 15 minutes. It's crazy, right? So the first thing I can offer you right now when it comes to slowing down and allowing yourself to slow down is simply to sit in the discomfort of the slowness. It sounds really simple. It's not. The second piece, which goes hand in hand with the sitting in discomfort is to feel the feels. Right now, a lot of us are mourning normality. We are feeling the feels of the death of normal. And we don't know what new normal looks like. And that is scary. For me, what that means is that I've had to unpack a lot of what I thought was going to happen. We're having to sit in feelings that maybe a lot of us haven't felt before. The uncertainty of the future is our reality right now. For me, I've been feeling everything from anxious to scared to, you know, I, have, I do not feel worthy a lot of the times. And I know practicing empathy and practicing kindness and, and practicing self-empathy and self-kindness is so important. But when these feelings come up, it is so important for us just to feel them and then to let them go. Because slowing down brings with it inherently a lot of emotions that I never thought would come along with it. Now, the third thing I wanted to talk about after sitting in discomfort with this idea of slowing down and slowness and then feeling the feels of it is just reframing slow as strong. For the last four weeks now, I have been making my physical health more of a priority, going for walks four or five days a week, um, lifting weights again. I'm really enjoying that. And also I've started to write down one thing a day that I want to get done. Just one thing, which is where this podcast comes in, right? Slow as strong has been an ultimate reframing of myself and how I view myself and how I view the world around me. Never before would I ever have said anybody else was anything other than strong when they know themselves. And if they're happy sitting in silence and feeling who they are 
internally feeling their bodies I always I love people who can do that oh my gosh how amazing are folks who can slow right down and just be like yeah man I'm feeling it and I like it slow is not weak but we're told that it is redefining slow as strong instead of slow as a sign of weakness has been a huge huge help in in me getting just and just getting through the days because sometimes right now all we can do is just get through the days and that's okay to bring everything back to the beginning where we were setting the scene right we are in information overload right now if you can focus on just one thing today make it slowing down turn off your computer turn off your emails you don't have to get to inbox zero to have the day be awesome get off of social media and just kind of sit if you can sit in silence that's even better this morning I was um, washing some dishes and the presence of just being in the room and feeling the warm water and the soap go over my hands of smelling the lemony scent of the dishwashing detergent of drying things the um the text, the, the textures of the towels as I drove, I dried things off. It really helped me to realize that society right now is a little, is a little wobbly, but humans as sentient beings, as valuable members of society are perfectly where we should be. Staying home right now is a kindness. Slowing down is a privilege. Thank you for joining me. Hey everyone, just before we go, another note of thanks for tuning into this podcast and an ask. If there are any topics you'd like me to cover in the future, drop me a line. Hello at CassieRoma.com, or find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, the Twitter bot, wherever social media might live. Slide on into my DMs. I wish you well. I hope you stay safe. And as always right now, stay the fuck home.